you know, they say you could play three chords for 30,000 people or 30,000 chords for three people. That's so true, brother. So true. We rolling? Fuck yeah, man. Fuck Hell yeah. yeah, dude. How long's it been? Years. Three weeks? Feels weeks. like years. Feels like years, man. Feels like years. You've actually relocated for you relocated for at least a week of the, those three weeks. Dude, I've been doing fucking fantastic. Great. Dude. I've had it, dude. I've had a great few weeks, man. I haven't um I don't want to lead with this because we don't talk about like self improvement stuff. <laughs> right. But like I still haven't it's drank. Just... Dude. It's been like six weeks since I drank. Really? Really. I started I think we probably touched on this, but like why do we drink? We drink because it fucking rules. Like it's not even think about it, it fucking rules. It always is ruled. It just stopped mm-hmm. ruling. And I was like, my moods were going up and down so much that I was like, let me take a break for a week. And I did and just didn't feel the need to start. And as I kind of like stayed away, my moods, instead of going up and down, kind of just like stayed stable. Yeah. And started getting better. So just went to, uh, just came back from like the Chicago area. And I'm going to be real careful not to say specifics. <laughs> but um, just came back from that and like uh, a work type thing. And I was, went in there. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to drink. Sure. Like, it's, yeah. It's like. It's not a problem. It's not like I have to stop right. for any reason. Yeah, there, nothing happened. And within yeah. context, yeah, nothing happened, yeah. which is great. Yeah. I'm happy which I didn't is, wait yeah. for something fucking wild to happen. Which is how it happens a lot of times. So a it's lot better of times. to be, yeah, you're lucky. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'll drink. Like, it's just going to be natural. Like, be in, like, a, a, an assembly, a class, or whatever all day. And then, yeah, like, I'm, I'm meeting friends that, you know, I've only really seen on the computer all. Sure. Because we had this class. It was all summer long, and it was a Zoom class. And the people were from, like, all over the country. So I interacted with these people all summer. And they were just little squares on the computer screen. Yeah. And then to like see them in person for a week, it was great. And like everyone got along. That's awesome. Awesome. And, and yeah, what's for, that like? Like to not drink at, a, at an event like the when you're going out and kind of meeting people afterwards. I'm sure you guys had your nights to yourselves where you could go see some cool shit in Chicago. Yeah. What's that like? Like do you, do you fall into like a groove where you're just like kind of sipping on a water or like a club soda or something? Dude, it was phenomenal. I was like, first night, I was like, yeah, I'll drink, whatever, mm-hmm. no big deal. And I got to the hotel bar. And beers were nine bucks. Oh, jeez. And I was like, ah, maybe not, maybe not now. Maybe I'll wait till we go somewhere else where they're not nine bucks. Yeah. So I got a club soda and a lime. It's fucking fine. Yeah. I still hang out and I didn't feel like I was punishing myself. Yeah. Like I didn't feel like sad that I wasn't drinking. So I'm just going to like not be me and sulk in the corner. Dude, I was on fire. And you, yeah, you social. actually, so, you're a social butterfly. And, and like, and then you, like, within a couple hours, you're, you found yourself actually being more into conversation and shit. Yeah. yeah. Holy yeah. shit, man. That, that's because a, I still have a drink in my hand. Sure. Right? Like, yeah, and that's the whole thing of it that would make it awkward, I don't really. Need, I don't need the alcohol to, like, hang out. Like, I, I, I don't. Agree, I agree with but you. I still yeah. ha- but I still have, um, no, this is my own kind of, like, self. Like, mm-hmm. But I still have the drink in my hand. Mm-hmm. At one point, someone said to me, they're like, dude, you don't drink, I noticed, huh? Yeah. And I was like, I, I just kind of stopped, like, six weeks ago. I'm like, I'm not used to hanging out like this, not drinking, but it's working out fine. Yeah. And I had a Heineken Zero Zero in my hand. We were at a different bar. I still love the taste of beer. Right. And I'll still drink 11 fucking non-alcoholic beers. Right, right. Just hanging out, like, which is weird, like, um, to drink that many of them. I, I have to tell the bartenders, like, they run out after a couple. I'm like, nah, throw like 10 in there. I was like, I'm good for a lot of these. Yeah. Like, All right, man. I know a guy who was drinking, uh, like, the Heineken Zeros or whatever the um, other beer is for the non-alcoholic. He was drinking so many of them, he'd end up catching a buzz. Like he'd had like twenty-four That's, of them, and then wow. it was like equivalent to like four or five beers. And he'd be like buzzed at the end. Like, I don't think you're supposed to have twenty-four of them. Like that's it's the substitute <laughs> thing. But I agree. It's like it takes so long to get drunk. Anyway, I feel like I can have at this stage of drinking, like the whole games that we've been doing it since late grade school to early high school. You know, recreation, recreationally, and then it kind of 
ebbed and flowed through the twenties and thirties. So we're in, both in our early forties. Like I feel like I can drink 12 beers and not feel drunk, or I can drink three and feel buzz. It all depends on my mood. Yeah. And then as the older I got, my mood wasn't ever as like excited and like, all into like whatever I was doing socially to where, so it just took longer and longer to get there anyway. Mm -hmm. So I figure like when you sit back and like you said, just having the drink in your hand, that's like half the battle because it's not like you're you're getting ripped, you know, drinking, yeah. you know, so it is weird though. Like, and, and yeah. I'm not coming from a place of like, I'm doing something better than anyone else because of this. It's just, I'm not used to it. So we're talking about it. I'm it works. like, I figured it out and like, I'm better. It's definitely the most interesting thing going, you know, that I've heard all week. And 10, and, <laughs> and if you can go into the, and tune in, in a couple months from back on the wagon, like it's well, one that's of those what things I like, like that. You, I like that you preface it with like, this isn't like anything. It's just, it's, it's something that you, works for now and it's, it's cool. Yeah. It's an experience you're going through and you're not saying like, you know, this is something I'm doing this for good or whatever. You know, there's nothing. Like you said, yeah, nothing, nothing happened. happened yeah. which, uh, you know, and there's, there's been nights where I'm like, if I'm not careful, something's going to happen. Right. Not right. that it was a problem like that, but drinking at gigs, driving home from gigs. I, uh, yeah, dude. Like even like solo beers. Yeah. Not for hours, but like a solo, like IPA or whatever, like in the middle of the day, like right. I see some place I want to stop in. So it was, it was a lot, but it, it, I did it for mood. I did it for mental health. Mental to be health. Honest. It cool. wasn't like an alcohol, an alcohol and the, thing. And the coolest thing is that you found positive results with it. You know, yeah. There's so many it's things like for me now. Yeah. So many things you try in life and you're like, fuck, this sucks. But yeah, the one <laughs> this past week, the one dude was like, man, like fucking, I just feel like I really want to have a drink with you. It's kind of weird that you're not. And I'm like, we are having a drink. Like he's like, I know, I know. And I'm like, it's just that, like we are like, yeah. if, if this was, it was a regular Heineken, it doesn't change like the hangout that we're having. Yeah. No. Uh, then I walked away and I heard them whisper. Yeah, that Dragon. fucking dude was in a uh, suburban Chicago. Yeah, that's about as specific as I'll get with it. Went to um, Buddy Guy's Blues Club. I've been there also, and I got that text awesome. you sent me. That's cool. It was cool shit. Dude, it was great. Yeah, there's a little strip around there, right, where there's a bunch of clubs. Yeah, because I kind of remembered. I remembered the clubs being open until like four to six in the morning too. Aren't they? They're late night. I really don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. And when we went, it was like super targeted. Yeah. Like we took the particular train we needed to go and it dropped us off a block from it. We just hooked a yeah. hard right around the corner. We were right there. Beautiful. Chicago's a big right. city too. I, I've been there once and I noticed everything's kind of the north side is like the showy Chicago. That's Wrigley Field and all that. But then there's like, you take, because me and the boys one time, we were, it was our bachelor party and we went to go to a titty joint. Mm -hmm. So like, we, I guess we were sick of the ones in North Chicago. Like, like the, we wanted to go to where, like, you know, where no, no tassels nothing yeah so they're like all right you're gonna have we to go to full news yeah you're gonna have to go to the south side so we're like all right let's go of course yeah. like four of us get in the car and a cab and it was like 45 minutes later and we're like fuck dude we weren't even there. it was like a, like we got on like an i-95 type thing and just thought the city was like philadelphia you're kind of in the northeast Couple exits, yeah exactly yeah you're by the stadiums in no time or 45 minutes later we weren't even in like south chicago but that was where the you know the, the kind of rough joints yeah. were so we got there and then got out of the can and immediately went back. We're like, this isn't safe. We want C-sections and all. <laughs> exactly. We want like, to see oh, all I know a place. Yeah. We want girls we can take back with us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we're at this club and uh, the, uh, the MC, like the, the host of the evening, I guess, before like the main band goes on, he goes, I've got to bet with these guys up front that more than half of this room is from out of town. Not in Chicago. I just want, I, you know, as the bet is, you know, this is the premier blues club. He's doing a great job hosting. Mm -hmm. He's like hyping it up. He's like, and I just want to show you the reach that we have here. He started going from table to table. Where are you from? And first table's like North Side Chicago. Like, mm -hmm. All right, well, losing. 
next table. Definitely like regulars. Like he knew the answer. They're like, we live right across the street. He's like, all right. <laughs> Fuck. Then it started, dude. Italia. And they're like, oh, oh it's Italy. Sure. China. Israel. Finland. Spain. World-class city. Morocco. Like, dude, this was a Wednesday night. Holy shit. And like, let's say there's 30 tables. More than half were from out of uh, town. Wow. A quarter of those were from like Europe or like the other side of the world. So it really it is a bananas. world-class city, you know? It world is. Class club, yeah. I mean, club. I'll say, yeah, I mean. Like, it was definitely like a blues pilgrimage for like some of these Europeans. Like, okay. Some of them were like older couples. Okay, we could tell yeah. it was like a bucket list trip. Like, let's go to the United States, see some cities. And while we're in Chicago, let's see a real blues bar. How, how was the music? Hot? Real hot, hot blues? Real, real hot Whew. blues. Old guys, kind of like, the best blues guitar yes. players are the ones that like are sitting because they're so old and out of shape, but you can tell they were like they were in the Delta when the Delta was hot. 100%. <laughs> the guy that we saw, I forget his name, but it was like it was a, a four piece and let's it was the Mike Barkley band, but yeah. whatever this dude's name was, seated with a big Gibson ES335 and like the Jim Brown kind of leather pillbox. Okay. Like Kentucky, yeah. You know, Kentucky Fried Chicken hat. Yeah, very. And you're like, if you're seated and you have the balls to have that hat on your head, you're going to be ripping. And like, it wasn't Stevie Ray Vaughan type blues. It was just like the real slow, slow hand. Yeah. Where it was like, play a lick and then just drop your hands from the guitar, yep. sing a little L- bit. Yeah, let it and breathe and then go back at it. It was hot, man. Like, it was. That, that it wasn't look. like guitar acrobatics that yeah. were unbelievable. It was just so authentic. Yeah. And the vibe was great. That look always like cracked me up it's always a fat guy seated he was and it's, fat a, too. it's a big ass guitar and it's off to the side yep. because anything out front it's too like far so he plays out here in the belly just kind of goes this way yep. and he's ripping leads a grayish beard in his 70s fat wow dude it was great so how long you hung for a little while and then back home yep what was it yeah. four yep. four days or so five days i got in there sunday night he came home friday night it was awesome the nice, days beautiful. the days were long but it was such a great crowd yeah that it was a lot. It was a lot of. Fun. I'll tell you what. You didn't miss anything here. I know, man. What happened I mean, here? It was nice to be moving. And I guess. Shaking. Yeah, the Phillies are playing well. Uh, any anything else? Not really. No. My boy also started football a few weeks ago. I saw pictures. That's been That's a whole awesome, thing man. I can talk about whistles awesome. and shit. I love that shit. They pat it up. Yeah. Pat it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And when when he wanted to play, it was because like boys at his like the the camp that he went to at the Y over the yeah. summer were talking about it, so he really wanted to play. But then we'd have a talk, like, we'd think about it. Like, is he going to get hit and, like, wig out thinking it's a fight? Is he not going to understand it's a game and start crying if he falls? Like, is he ready for this or not? Yeah. Um, we're like, fuck it. We, you know, he has to What's the age? Seven. Seven. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, I started at six. So okay. seven, yeah, that's about, it's, it's, it's early. It's young. But, I mean, yeah. I'm sh- he's got it together enough to probably know. And he might cry. I mean, the kids cry. But, like, maybe the second time he doesn't. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, he took to it great. Yeah, and he's good. doing awesome. And he's coordinated, whatever. He had his first game this past Saturday, and he did cry a little bit mm-hmm. while chasing a boy down fifteen yards away from the play, <laughs> well after the whistle to take a haymaker swing at him, and we're from the sides going, no, 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 no. And like it happened in slow motion, like he stalked this dude down. And uh, he was doing such a good job blocking that they started to get dirty out yeah. of frustration. Yeah, and the one guy grabbed his neck. And that's what he was reacting to after the whistle. But all game, we were like, he was like in, in battles, like yeah. blocking, blocking battles, ten yards 
over the, you know, whatever, but like still driving his feet after the whistle, like way away from the ball. Yeah. We're like, Michael's battling with this dude. So at seven, he knows to like, you know, when shit's on, it, it like he crossed the line and like he was going after him. There was no yes. stopping him. Does he know the rules? Like no. when, he, when you sit down and, no. and watch football this year, will he know what's going on? Maybe or, by the end of the year. By the end of the year, probably. Yeah. By but then. like they've only practiced like two weeks and like, like, yeah, he doesn't know. He couldn't. He's yeah. like a guard on offense and end on defense, and he he doesn't know. He kept asking me to remind him what position he was playing, what position, and all that. I kind of remember like when I was young, being really into it. But my cousin in town, Pat O'Donnell, he was Shut always up, so O'Donnell. good. Like he was so good, and my uncle was the coach, and Pat was the best kid on every team. So like it forced me to kind of. I, I had to learn up and study like what the game was and what I could do and all that stuff, just to like be on it somewhat. Could be on the same field as him. Were you so motivated to do that? Or was self like, no, you know, no, no. My dad wasn't like a football dad at all. He wasn't even a guy that really watched the. He would watch the Eagles, but it wasn't like one o'clock every day with the hat on and all that. He was out in the garage, like fucking with cars. And I was the so into the game. So yeah, it was more so, self motivation because I had a cousin who was that much better than everybody. So like you know, I wanted to be in the same discussion. And you know, he was the quarterback and all that, and I was a bigger kid, so that was always the line that sucked. But. Yeah, if you play defense, at least you could tackle, and that makes it so much better. Because if you just play offense, and you just that block the whole time, there needs to be some release where you can get your fucking frustration out instead of just blocking you need to for make the highlight reel. You got to make the highlight reel. So I realized on defense, you can actually you know kill people. So, yes. but yeah, I loved it as a, as a kid, and I'm glad. I'm, uh, this time of year, I'm seeing all the pictures and shit. Um, what position? O line, D line. Yeah, like he wanted to be like quarterback or yeah, every, yeah. whatever. Yeah, but they um, usually the coaches kind of steer you. They're kids. the coaches' kids, yeah. which is fine. You know, it's mm-hmm. not like they're not suited for the positions they are. Right. So, so whatever. That's how it works. But Michael's like tall too. Right. He's so big... like like physically, he's like a lineman, but he's not like fat and uncoordinated. Exactly. He's like a big boy. They're always in the well. in young kid like sports or football. They're always going to put the tall, bigger kid, even though he's not big. None of the kids are big yet. I mean, they're not home like house and sandwiches they're just children Dude. but yeah they're always going to play line but you'll run into it and i'm sure that there will be that coach where the kid isn't suited to play quarterback but he plays it anyway because he's the coach that's coming up that does happen speaking of my son his uh his mom put uh, a a picture of him and his sister on uh facebook yeah a few days ago and people are commenting like it's normal or whatever do you want to read the bottom one though <sighs> including the name that comes out of nowhere <laughs> holy shit yeah dude huang wangian is this your child? I look at how handsome and beautiful he looks. His bright eyes, high nose, and charming smile all exude a unique charm. I bet when he grows up, he will attract countless suitors. <laughs> Was this me all fucked up last night trying to fuck no, him? No, dude, it's it's Young 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 or whatever his name is. Do you know? He, no, dude. We had we, we, uh, we watch your block boy. report like <laughs> yeah. Did you we, have to go we, we fight back Facebook style? Dude, they, that's way that's know. way too far. Extremely yes. too far. Is it is it a dude that's just that horny, or is it like a spam, like fake? I think he's just a dude way too horny. I don't like I don't like the fact that he's coming at my son, but I think it's hilarious that a dude and he's like, beautiful. I have to his, I have to agree with him. That would be his normal yeah. like if that's a dude who's that's his real status. <laughs> And he's just brazen like that. That's hilarious. I agree with everything Dangerous you said. Dangerous and wrong, all I, that. Yes, but, like, but I agree funny. with everything you said. A, I've seen your son. He's gorgeous. Yeah. And B, I don't know. He's not a liar. That's all I can say. Everything else is inappropriate. He's right and he's not a liar. I hate him. There's a weird line about talking about kids like that. Um, that he, clearly is above the line. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had, a, 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 I don't want to say, well, a neighbor. Um <laughs> 
saying to me a few like weeks ago, he goes, your daughter is beautiful. She's going to be a heartbreaker when she's older. And the way he said it, like, I, and, but I, he, I was, was whoa, 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 stop. The fuck was that, man? See that? Like he said that, then kind of mm. walked away. But in, like in my head, I'm like, oh, pe- some people say that. No, fuck you. I think that line specifically is the fucking line. You know what I mean? It's not necessarily. It's older, not necessarily. It's it, it is the line, and anybody with a fucking brain, no, it, it's inappropriate. Imagine saying that to someone. I couldn't because I would know right away. Like that's that's inappropriate. But I think that's the line that I've heard people say before that. That would make you, as like a thoughtful person, not react to like, oh, like it is that anything clearly to the right or left is left fair game, right? Whoa, motherfucker! But that's almost one where you got to be like, and it would eat you. It'll, it'll eat you up. It'll, it'll eat you up for up. a couple of days. But I'm glad you. I'm, you probably sh- shouldn't have because yeah, it could be kind of taken in a way like yeah, like you know, it's just you ever, a pretty pretty girl. That, that Dave Chappelle skit from the Chappelle Show where like we're keeping it real goes wrong. Yeah, yeah where it's yeah, like yeah, all yeah, he had yeah. to do was just yeah, but then he shake it off and go home. Right. But would you say, dude? I had to swallow it. I was almost like, hey man, we're you know, come back. Let's talk about this and let's unpack. And I'm, I'm glad I didn't. Yeah, but that is on the line, dude. What the fuck does that I, mean? I know, I know that I've had like you, just say, oh, she's cute. The most I've ever just, said about it, I think you beautiful children. Your children are really beautiful kids, man. Like you guys are, you know. Like and that's all you say. You don't specifically pick out like a and then talk about it, like what they're gonna like break hearts and relationships and shit. Yeah. They're chi- they're kid. They're yeah. children. You know what I mean. Wait until the future. She's gonna be so hot, and it's and so her f- dating is gonna be so active too that she's gonna be breaking up. Now with that dudes goes. That goes. Just don't want to like that go. goes to the other line, and then you punch the guy. But I'm. But if that, I think that line, just how you said it too, is the middle where it's like. Wait, did I hear that wrong? Or whatever, and then you go and stew over it for a couple days. Yeah, what you say, you motherfucker? So if you're listening, I don't think that's okay. I, <laughs> I don't. Think, e- I don't I think either. The line needs to come back a step where I, that's over the line. I, I hear you. I think the line lives there now, but it shouldn't. Yeah, I mean, even with like the, like about? the Joe Biden stuff with like uh, when he the sniffing and stuff like that. I don't think that like that that comes from a time where that wasn't necessarily wrong. But he's out. He's out. Kicked his coverage at this point. He's lived longer than anybody that's yeah. still alive. So like those kind of things are like it changes with timing. So like you, you almost got to be like careful. Whereas like if I heard if this person wasn't much older than us, then I think it's really inappropriate. But if it's somebody maybe like any anybody seventy and older, they can say he whatever they fucking want, you know. But like yeah, that's for somebody our age or close to our age. It's that's that's a step too far. Yeah, uh, I would say mid. To late fifties, he's dancing that line again. Yeah. yeah, he's right on that line where it's like, Agreed. okay, maybe be. Like, yeah, what are you talking about? I think I think the way you reacted perfectly. Like you, you had the right reaction, and you also didn't react the wrong way, which is really fucking. You know, <laughs> I didn't react at all. I just changed the internal <laughs> file in my head too. Will possibly swing at a yeah, exactly. Party. Yeah, wait until yeah you're drinking together. <laughs> if he, if, yeah, if yeah. he pops off, yeah, 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 just out of nowhere, like like All when I'm back drinking. Yeah, oh, just on a low, just looking to like let loose. I'm gonna somehow make that the valid reason why yeah. I swing. All of a sudden, and you're in the block yeah, party. All of a sudden, like you're hanging out with him even more, just to kind of like yeah. see if he could see if he disrespects you, just to give him max opportunity, dude. Just to fucking creep up from behind him at a block party and punch him in the ear. That's funny, man. Kids are crying and shit. Isn't that shady though? How like cultural norms like change over time? Yeah. Like, how like old people are racist and like you're just like oh, Nana's yeah. really sweet. She's just from a different time. Like yeah, like we spoke about this before. How like 
people our parents age men our parents age they always got to like say like the the race of the guy like that they're talking yeah. uh, only like not when they're white but anything like if it's, a, if it's a puerto rican guy mexican guy like they have to like throw that out there after they say like this is mickey great black guy, black guy great guy like black guy no i wonder now that they don't do that like as much i don't think so that's why some corner bars still thrive because you can say stuff like that <laughs> show me the ones and barbershops very small, like like old Italian guy barbershops. Like, yeah. that, like you're like, how does this stay open? That's why. There used to be a guy. Dudes will travel from an Italian, all around to be able to talk like that. There used to be an Italian guy, Tony in Collingdale. And he, he was on McDay Boulevard and he'd smoke cigs while cutting your hair. And he, But he would put shaving cream on and do you a straight shave. He's in, even his children. And it would make you feel so cool. But I remember just coughing my balls off because this guy's smoking. And Dory. nobody told him to stop. Yeah, during the haircut. Yeah. Different time, like you said. Norms change. Now... I don't know. You get your hair cut often. I go to a place where it's so fucking expensive that I don't, I can't go all the time, but I like the way it looks when I go. So I go like every three or four months now instead of like every two. Did I talk about my last time here? No. The la- all right. Yeah. So la- the last time I went was my last time. Now, granted, I don't wear a hat to hide that I'm bald. I prefer to wear a hat and it just so happens to hide it. But yeah. I don't so you can do that yourself? What's that? Yeah. The I buzz? can do it myself. Okay. The last time I went, I went to a great clips. So <laughs> I guess I had it coming to me, but... <laughs> I sit down and I said something to the lady about, oh, it looks like it's going to rain. And she went, yeah. <laughs> and I wasn't even making a joke, but the way she laughed like that, I was like, fuck, she's on pills. And, I, I like, and I'm all... <laughs> well, she's, she's a hairdresser. All, yeah, and I'm, she's already putting the, the cape on me. I can't leave, but she hasn't started yet. Yeah. And that's not the laugh of someone that's not on pills. So I'm like, here we go. Yeah. And uh, the haircut was... Even though it's the simplest thing in the world I can do myself, she fucked it up. And also <laughs> when she trimmed my mustache... Like, I'd like it to be trimmed right at the edge of my lip. Sure, because it'll grow eventually to down. Yeah, yeah, but I don't like there to be even a gap, like a gap of skin between. Okay, I got, okay. Like, I just, and there was like a half inch. It was, my mustache was so weird that when I got home, my daughter cried because I didn't look the same. Like, I was like, ah, they won't notice it. Right away, the daughter's fucking crying. Yeah. I think that, yeah, like a hairdresser, that's, unless you're a high end, like, lady hairdresser, you've had a rough paper route. And, when she rang me up, she, they normally just ring me up and it comes to like 24 bucks. She rang me up for a haircut plus a beard trim and it was like 45 bucks with tip. And I was like, I really, it's, yeah. I don't need that. Mine now it's 40 and you're supposed to tip 10. So it's 50 altogether. And I love it. The guy does a great job and shaves it up the beard and all that. But that's too much money. It's a lot. I don't know. It's not a part of my budget. That's for sure. I would get a hair transplant or something. I think there's like creams or pills you can take to it's, grow hair, but I don't think they're great. Well, I mean, money buys everything, really, because look at LeBron James. He was legitimately bald his first couple of years. He was just an early balding guy. It's better now? It's completely, he's got a full head of hair. So with the right amount of money, I mean, look at Magic Johnson with the, uh, HIV. Yeah. With the right amount of money, you can pretty much push anything yeah. off till, you know. Hair aside, full. money can also take care of AIDS. Yeah, take care of AIDS, dude. But yeah, LeBron's got a perfect head of, head, hair, head of hair now. How's that happen? He, he just has the right, you know, he can put... His, Throw money at the problem. I daydream about hairstyles that I would have if I could. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's just something you don't even think of if it's not like an issue. Not. Yeah, uh, I, I got a, a full head of hair, and I, I don't know. I, I don't think it's ever done anything for me. I mean, it's I, it's gray now, so that sucks. It looks very nice, very young. I want gray. What would your dream hairstyle be? I always liked, uh, you know, how like Johnny Depp could like just come out with like long hair, like looking really cool, like just like long, healthy, like. Yeah. Cool long hair would be great to have that kind of uh, 
Johnny Depp kind of thing. But One of the guys I was with this past week had a, an unbelievable head of hair. He was, uh, he's from Alabama. So after everything that he would, it, I was saying this by the end of the week too, after yeah. everything cool that happened and after most things he said, he would just go roll to add. <laughs> Did he do it to, just to make you laugh out, or is that what he does? Out of habit. No shit. Like, I, it was only funny because I picked up on it. Like it, He didn't even think about it really. Like He would present on something, people would be like, roll tad, straight face, then sit down and we started going, roll tad. You, do you know when- uh, Our age? No. Like 30. Younger. Yeah, yeah younger. Um, drank like a fish too, is the man. Um, do you ever see, what's his name, Will Farrell on Eastbound and Down? When yeah. he's like the gray-haired- yeah. Plums. Plums. Yeah, yeah. No, let the boy watch. Let his boy his watch. hair in those scenes, yeah. it was like that, but it was brown. Oh, wow. That's, That's like hair. feathered, like uh, 80s cocaine like, I hair. Think, dude, I think he went through a bottle of shampoo that week or something like that. Or like day two, he was like, oh, someone run into the store. Can you grab me up some head and shoulders? I ran out. And we're like, of course you fucking ran out. Right? That's like Daryl Hall hair, like after yeah, the 70s, yeah. like 80s. Yeah, dude. What's that Miami guy that always writes that music that reminds me of like good Miami cocaine in the 80s? Uh, same girl I used to be. Oh, Steve Winwood. Well, yeah, he reminds me of that look, that early '80s look, oh, Miami Vice kind of thing, look, dude. Yeah, so that kind of hair, like with the feathered kind of thing, the it wouldn't work. Fox type dude, with yes. the, like the short, like khaki shorts, loafers, yeah. a light jacket. Yeah, barely did anything to it coming out of his like short. Yeah, like he, he made it out of the '70s, and he's still got you know the '80s are looking still great. Still has the hot wife that's older, but she's like still maintained her looks yeah. kind of. Yeah, he's kind of bought into whatever like. Politics is like making him the most money. That's it. And he changed, yeah, he's changed his whole fucking career. Like a late model Porsche. Oh, yep. Yep. Nothing new, but it's this Porsche that he's been driving forever. Same girl I used to be. Boom. Yeah, with that going Boom. in the fucking, in his uh, CD player. He's the first one with one. I love how that song starts off on the pre chorus. Uh, Minimal entry that's going to so yeah. cool. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I would, I would love, really love that hair. I would also like. Dreadlocks, but not like dirty dreadlocks, like the educated guy dreadlocks, where it's like it's big down to your butt, but it's like in a nice ponytail, like the right. Malcolm Jamal like, Warner, like a full copy. one, yeah, like full, like one. a full one. Then you have the rubber band, that big rubber band that stays like. But that. the dreads are nice and taken care yeah. of, like not like matted, like exactly, like uh, like, like classy. I saw Ziggy Marley um, at the uh, what's the fucking venue in Philly? Um, it's right down there on Seventh Street. Um, you know, in that area by Finnegan's Wake. Electric Factory, exactly. But yeah, he's what's it called now? Franklin <sighs> Factory. Is that what it is yeah, now? Yeah. yeah. I was trying to think but, of that. Ziggy Marley at the Electric Factory and his brother Steven was there, who's like an awesome hip hop artist and all that. But a little unknown thing that my uncle told me about, because he's a huge like music guy. There's Marley kids that all live in Delaware. Bob Marley had like a like a side piece or whatever, and she lived in Del. And those kids were raised there and are from there, so they're like half brothers of Ziggy Marley and Damien and all them. But we're at the Electric Factory, and I'm in high school or young college. We end up sitting next to them, and they're all kind of like half white, half black, but they had these awful dreads. They all went down to like their shins, oh, really? but they like they were yeah. balding also, so like they just kind of <laughs> went from here or down. But I never smelled so much weed in my life. And my uncle told me the whole story. Like, they're related. They're Bob's kids. I forget what it is. I, I was aware of that. Mm -hmm. Not that there still existed people. I wasn't. But mm -hmm. I knew Bob spent some time in Wilmington. I saw is a uh, biography before. And I almost want to say his mom. Well, his dad was a British soldier. Yeah, yeah, right, that impregnated right. his mom right. during the war. And I don't know if it was like the white side of the family or even if it was like the mom spent some time in, in Wilmington. But yeah. Bob ended up there for a couple years. Okay. Which is crazy. Makes sense. Yeah.
It's crazy. Why? Yeah. Like one of the fucking deepest places in the country. Yeah, dude. And if if, if you're uh, a relative, a close relative of Bob Marley, of course you're going dreads. Who's going to tell you? you can't? Exactly. You're definitely not. You're not going crew cut. You'd be a fucking sell the whole family. Tell the story all the time. People are going to be like, dude, what the fuck? You nah. Yeah. Pull out your Marley card. <laughs> all right, man. Yeah. I know, and that, that Marley card, I've got um, Sirius XM, the satellite radio. Yeah. No big deal. But uh, How do you afford it, man? Yeah, dude, we <laughs> That's can awesome. that off. I know, That's man. awesome. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, man. You're welcome. Um, but there's a Bob Marley radio. Yeah. There are like fucking like 70 Marley relatives that are all riding the train. Like, They get a piece of the nut? Next up, we have Brian Marley with his new <laughs> single. It's just like, like Brian Marley's one, Skip Marley is one. Rita Marley is one. I think that used to be his wife. I know. But Rita. you, dude, you can come up with any first name, and yeah, there's Damien. A, I'm sure. Da- yeah, well, yeah, Damien, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like, next up, Pat Marley's new yeah. single. Like, they're all recording artists. Like, seven <laughs> just riding that last name, dude. I, it's, I have a connection to a like. Speaking of riding the last name, I saw. I have a connection to seeing the Beatles. But no, it's not Paul McCartney, which was what everyone would think, or seeing George Harrison when he was alive. I saw, I used to work at Penn, and I used to sneak over on my lunch break to the uh, World Cafe. Um, what's the Free a, at Noon. Free at Noon World Cafe. Yeah. And I, I could get in the back door because I had a key to the building. And I saw Danny Harrison there. And halfway through, I'm like, you know, he's doing a good job. But there was no way he was even on that stage if he wasn't George Harrison's son. Yeah. And I'm thinking the whole time, like, that's yeah, good. So, you know, and there's it's, it's colorful some of the melodies and stuff, but they weren't. They didn't seem written by him. Like it just seemed like he was just like a regular he guy. Sounds a lot like George from what I've heard. And looks, I like haven't him. heard it lately. And, and it looks, looks like just him. like him. But yeah, it, halfway through the concert, I'm like, he'd be nowhere without that. Did you shout anything up to the stage? No, I just kind of watched quietly, you How's know, because I was on the clock. You know, like I was on ruining the clock. it for everybody. Yeah, like make everyone drive home with a pit in their stomach. Be on your dad's nut and tit. What? Get this guy out of here. Seen a lot of like uh, free noons for free. I well, saw, they're all uh, free, but you got to be a member. You yeah. saw George Harrison's son. I saw John Lennon's son. I saw oh, Sean really? Lennon and uh Now, he has Les some inter- interesting stuff. Great like, stuff. His voice is uh, an acquired that taste. Let me. Yeah. Don't you know? Yeah. It's like John's, but almost more more nasally and more almost feminine. But very John Lennon-ish. Very Lennon. He has and that he's side John and Yoko's kid. He's yeah, an sure. Asian John Lennon. Absolutely. He looks just like him, too. And his mom. But his voice is like... Because John's voice was nasally, too. But at least John had that attack and the back of his throat that nobody can like that 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 desperation yell like yeah. he like he had a, it was awesome like this boy that note in this boy at the end till i see you cry like that thing that oh, only comes yeah, from yeah. like that back of a good screamer's neck and the kid you know he, he's definitely got a good voice like he he knows pitch and all that kind of stuff but it's just a little too feminine nasally for me if you're gonna be nasally this you better be a man shit. yeah Definitely pussy shit. I saw that uh, Yoko just moved uh, out of their New York place uh, last month, and she's moving. They have a property up in like upstate New York, like a farm. She's going to live out her days there. So she, she should have to live in a small apartment with noisy neighbors. She should not be living in, in mansions, dude. Paul's co- pa- Paul McCartney's kind of came out and said like you know like. Dude, John was in love, you know, what the fuck. But he didn't handle it. He handled it like a bitch. Yeah. I mean, I remember our, our band practices, this was 20 years ago, and with Thug Folk, we could, wouldn't have a girl sitting there the whole time. No. Like, nobody could do that. Like, it, immediately the other three would be like, what the fuck? Or four would be, what the fuck, dude? Like, and, every, and they'd be right. 
Like, this is our three hours we have. T- tell the girl to, like, walk somewhere else. And the fact that he allowed that, I guess he was mentally gone from the band. To, like, yeah. You know, even before he would allow that. I don't know what it's like to be in the Beatles, you know, but when you're, when you're, when you're together as a band and, you're, like, you're trying to write together, you're trying to come up with something that's, like, bigger than the sum of its parts. Like, you're trying, like, the band is writing. It's not like you yeah. writing. Like, when it's, when it's really going well and, like, the way the Beatles did it. And to have like her just sitting there, yeah, just throws off like it throws off that whole kind of like synergy of like the togetherness right. of the unit. It's like yeah, because when you're in a band and like you said, when you're writing as a band and all adding parts, some work, some don't, but you're all kind of collecting and saying, "Oh, good job here." There's somebody there that's not a part of that that you know goes back with the one person, and that one person lets out all their frustrations and all that. So there's always that kind of edge that like that they're always going to be here and that kind of thing. So you wonder that like. I don't think anybody should be a part of a band practice that's not within that unit, you know, if you're being creative. So I, could, I couldn't believe that they didn't fucking get her out sooner. Like, they pretty much were all bitches for allowing that. Yeah. That, that has to be a discussion, a loud discussion, like, right away. Like, the like same day, maybe not that minute, but... Yeah, day. yeah, don't embarrass him in front of his check, but like, yo, we gotta talk, dude. Yoko's gotta fucking go. Yeah, dude, it's throwing off the dynamic. Yeah, yeah, we'll, 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 actually, yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about Yo, girls sure fucking up bands. Be sure you support our show. <laughs> Become a subscriber on the Patreon for as little as $5 a month. Bonus content and uh, other stuff.